Stand by. The bullshit ends in three, two, one. This is Jennifer Goodwin Live. Jennifer Goodwin Live. A podcast exposing the lies and BS in the world. Spotlighting what's true. This is Jennifer Goodwin. Hey everyone, today's guest is Jordan Peralt, father of soon to be six, machinist for 16 years, who now loves teaching people what life insurance can do to help their financial situations. He's licensed in five states, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Idaho, and you can contact him through Facebook just by looking for Jordan Peralt, that's P-E-R-R-A-U-L-T, an L-I-R-P retirement planning strategist. Welcome to the show today, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to get into this content because when we scratched upon this topic before, I said, wait a minute, you're going to talk about how to use life insurance like the Rockefellers? And you said, yep. So <laughs> let's get into it and let's start talking about life insurance, just the basics so people understand that life insurance is supposed to be used while you're living and not just when you die. So give me your, your baseline information on how you explain what life insurance is and how to use it. Sure. It's pretty simple. I mean, I, I mean, we kind of knew this information before, but it's been kind of hidden from us because it's not the traditional way of doing things. There's actually the movie, like The Wonderful Life. He talks about having cash value, like $500, and the guy laughs at him. But it's like, you can access that. And so I actually went into it. And so basically life insurance is there's term, which is you have a death benefit, let's say $100,000 or to a million dollars or even $5 million, depending on what you can afford. And that just goes for a certain amount of time and has built no cash value. It's just death benefit. Then there's the whole life, which is a death benefit plus cash value. You can take out loans from it and you have a guaranteed 4%, some uh, depends roughly. You already uh, lost me. (laughs) (laughs) You got to break this down for the, for the people that have never bought insurance before like me ever. Okay. Okay? So So let's back up right to the beginning, because when you start using the jargon, my head goes, Oh, I don't understand this because I am (laughs) (laughs) as intelligent as I can be in certain areas. These money areas this is not where I have studied. So break down, go a little bit more slowly and, and, and really, really explain it as if I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> okay. So life insurance is basically a contract and you guys figure out the terms and this, the agent sets it up it's for like a term policy or term insurance. You can do it for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, or 30 years depending on what your age is, because they usually stop offering it by the age of 85. So I'm in so, my 50s. Correct. So you could get, let's say you're 56, uh, they'd let's give not. you a 20 policy. <laughs> I, I understand. I'm so just if, you're right, if you're right at 50, you can get a 30-year policy that would bring you all the way up to 80. And if you die within that time, that death benefit would go to whoever you decided your beneficiary. Okay. So, or most of so like we understand the, the we understand the death part, right? We understand getting insurance. You know, a lot of people understand or think that okay, well, you you buy insurance in case anything horrible happens to you, death, dismemberment, whatever, and then money kicks in that can be used towards those those 
horrible situations, obviously, you know, burial services or outstanding debt or leaving money to your beneficiaries if you just die in your sleep or something. So, right. Okay. But then you're saying there's another side to use while you're living. Correct. So that's a whole life, which is pretty much your entire life until you, I mean, they know you're going to die. So you're going to pay a little bit extra because they're, and it's like, it doesn't matter. We're covering you up to 120 years old. If you live that long, you win, you get all your money back pretty much. Uh, But the cash value portion of it is you put your money in and it grows at a 4% usually and it's guaranteed every single year. Okay, and so let's say I get a, people. let's say I put in $20,000. Okay. So you buy your policy so, and you put cash in, like you buy your policy with some monthly fee? Correct. So okay. like we actually have a uh, illustration pulled up that I did for a client uh, and he did for, this is pretty much, so the, the whole life, is for your whole life and there's two parts of that the normal whole life and then there's the index universal life and this is what we use for the using the like the rockefellers okay so So, i put 20 grand in and it's going to grow at four percent correct or with the there's so there's two parts that guaranteed or you can put it into a the market or they use it for the market and you can get the gains up to a cap rate uh, depending on the insurance company that you are. And so it's like, if the market goes up, uh, if they do a 33% cap rate, that means if the market goes up uh, 15%, you get 5%, a third of that, which is 5% growth in your, okay. your, so. So you could stay the safe at the, at the, at the guaranteed limit, or you could roll the dice a little more. bit at the, okay. And okay. All right. And yep. then, so no, now it's growing. Yeah, correct. So the way we have it usually set up is this client, they put in $10,000 every year. So an annual basis, or you can break it up into a, a semi-annual or a monthly billing. Right. And it just sits there and it grows until he accesses it. And okay. So, so if I put 20,000 in, or let's say the numbers that you're using, the 10,000 the 10, in at, at 4% guaranteed. At the end of the year, that's another... That's 4% on that. So $400. Uh, okay. And then, if, but if you put into the market and they get a 15, 20%, you get a little extra. Right. So, so and then you put in, let's say you put in 10,000 the next year. Yep. Then that cash value will grow. So the one, it's, the one thing I like to use is like real estate. They usually put all the fees, they front end load all the, in, the interest and the fees up as much up front, which I mean, it kind of sucks, but then you start paying, when you get farther along, you get into your mortgage, they uh, have you pay more principal. And then you can also make extra principal payments and stuff like that. What we're doing is max funding this. So we get the least amount of life insurance. So for like this current situation of uh, $10,000 a year, then the death benefit is 350,000, roughly almost, it's a $349,000. And then when he reaches, this is for a 35 year old. Okay. So that's the least amount of life insurance allowed by law. And then we have the, we, or we illustrate this with a 4%, a 5%, and a 6%, which we usually use a 
because that's what we're allowed to by law. We can't go, even though we could earn up to 15, 20% with this, we're not allowed to look at the numbers because that's very, that depends on how the contract because is. Because they don't want too, the so slaves can... getting rich. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So the one thing I, they, people don't, when they say, well, if when I access it, what's, I mean, I, I take that money out and I'm like, correct. And they're like, so that means I lose the money in the cash value. And I'm like, then I have to stop them. And I say, no, you're actually borrowing from your debt benefit. So it's like for this person that I have up in front of this for the illustration is that $349,000 I'm borrowing from that. And then I can either pay it back. And then so that when I die, there is $349,000 of death benefit plus my cash value or I don't pay it back and I'm just paying it like an interest payment, depending on how everything is set up for the loan. Mm-hmm. And then that is just removed from the death benefit. So I, I get the three hundred. It's literally like your own, your own loan. Correct. Yeah. You're pretty much creating your own banking system. And this is going to be done by anybody, but. Whoa, 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 so, whoa. So I could give you 10 grand tomorrow. And when could I, and, and just using your figures and your infographic, again, this is not a, a set quote here or anything. I get that. But yeah. using your infographic that you're following on your side, pretend I'm 35. I feel like I'm 35. I give you 10 grand tomorrow, 4% guaranteed, 349K death benefit for however many years. How soon can I borrow against the 349? Uh, it really depends on the the company that you work with. I mean, okay. as a broker, I work with different companies. One day, a lot three of them. months, ten years. Like, what's the? So they usually will. I mean, it's they like to use it as an emergency fund kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'll make into the the contract. So you, it's really how you depend depends on how you put the contract together. And you could do it day one, uh, and you could, or you could do it three uh, three months from now which is just pretty much when you actually truly need it. Because we're using it as a, a retirement most of the time, we like to keep that money and it's growing and that we don't have to worry about the interest from a loan or anything like that. But like in case of like a car repair or uh, buying a house, depending on how much money you have in your cash value, since you give me $10,000. If you, if it's the very first year and you just give me the $10,000 and you want to borrow, let's say I need $5,000 for a car repair, but it's just still a couple of pieces of paper seven to 14 days later, you should receive a check in the mail uh, with the money and you pay it. And then you can just, and then you, t- it's just pretty much getting together with your, your agent that, or your broker and figure out all the, the, t- the fine tuned details of that. Hmm. Now I assume that because people are savvy to this, some people that the powers that be the, the banksters uh, decided, well, you can't put in 10,000 today and take out 300 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that for sure. Okay. It's, so there's some type of like an approval process. Yeah, there is a lot. There's some people or some companies that will allow you to take up up to half of your death benefit. But that's if you have the cash to, because that they use that as a collateral wow. pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, then it's just semantics, whether you're borrowing your money or against this, it's still, they still have it. Correct. And the awesome thing is when you take out, let's say you take out, you put $10,000 or let's say you have a total of a hundred thousand dollars in cash value. 
or you put in $100,000 with the growth, you're at $115,000 in your cash value. And you're like, all right, I don't need a $50 or $50,000 loan. Right. And you go, all right, you, you get the $50,000 loan. And then you decide, I'm just going to do the interest only payments on this. And let's just, that you have your money growing at your hundred thousand is your hundred and fifteen is still growing at the four percent all the way up to whatever it is if it's in the market. Right. And so you're still growing at like a four percent every single year. So you're going to be getting four thousand dollars, let's say, off that hundred thousand dollars that's in your cash value that's still right still there. Right. Then your loan is only let's say it's five percent. You're only paying five percent of fifty thousand. So one second here. So, hmm. so if you're wealthy enough to put a lot in, you can live, you can take, you can take an annual amount out or that you can take the, uh, the growth. I don't even know the terminology. <laughs> take the 4% yeah. out uh, or higher. Yeah. And hmm. the, the often thing is that this, the percentage usually goes away after, uh, let's say you have the policy for 10, 15 years, sometimes that loan, they'll say no worries about the, the interest rate. So, but let's say for that $50,000 at 5%, you're only the loan, the interest for the year would be 2,500 bucks. But you just take that, you can have it. So they it's paid off by your growth and you're the getting 4,000, 4, right? Yeah. So you just get the difference and it's added and it's compounded annually every single year. Hmm. So, there, I'm so liking this. Really, yeah, it's fantastic. Like the illustration I have up, the person puts in $10,000 every single year for 30 years. So from mm -hmm. 35 to 65, but he takes out for, there's four years for, he has a kid and he takes out $25,000 for four years to pay for his kid's college. Right. And, and then when he hits 65 or, or sorry, 66, he can start taking our uh, income from that for retirement. And we have it illustrated at a $51,710 every single year that he's getting out of the policy until, what was this? Until age 100. So he's retired. He's had the full uh, $50,000 of income every single year. 10K times 30 years. He put in, he put in 300,000, but he took out four years. He took out a hundred because 25k per year times four years so he's got 200 in but after 30 yep. years he's pulling out almost 52 out 52k yeah. and if he just does that for four years he's just broken even correct wow and he can still pull on until age 100 right. and if he, if he lives to age 100 and he pulls out you pull out a total of 1.9 million dollars Say that part again. <laughs> I was one, I was making one, notes. Nine. I was I was doing math on my whiteboard. I'm so excited to diversify yeah. my investment. So, okay. Say that yeah, again. It's, it's pretty awesome. So, as soon as he reaches 65, you have 568,937 dollars in the cash value. Right. Plus the death benefit is 917,958 or 59. Sorry. And then he starts taking a cut every single year after that of 51, pretty much say $52,000. Yep. And he takes that every single year for 30 or for until he's one from 66 to 
100. Well, let's just be honest. In in America, people don't live that long anymore. So let's say 66 to 86. He's still. Uh, Let's see. That would be 1.1 million, a little over 1.1. Sitting in there protecting him. That's his income. Yeah. And then if he dies at uh, 86, according to this illustration, his, he would, his, the people, his beneficiaries would have the, get the $330,000 in cash value plus uh, still left in there plus 475. So yeah, $475,000 total with, with that death benefit in there. So it's pretty awesome. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Let's take a, a quick break and come right back and talk about this a little bit more. You're listening to the Jennifer Goodwin Live Podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. We're back to the Jennifer Goodwin Live Podcast. This is Jennifer Goodwin. Okay, let's talk about this a little bit more in detail. We understand the basics here. How can you develop upon this or talk about different scenarios where, let's say, you know, I'm impatient. Again, I'm in my fifties and, uh, I want to really rock and roll so that, you know, I want a shorter plan. I want a 10 year plan. I want to know that by the time I'm 60, I'm not sitting in the same place as I was when I'm 50. What is, what does that kind of a scenario look like? All right. So money in, right. (laughs) I need more money. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. yeah, It's pretty much more money. Uh, we usually like I mean, I'm, I'm one of those, there's a lot of people that want to just focus on having a life insurance as your retirement plan. I like uh, mixing it up. So, I mean, there's the, you got your retirement, your 401k, your IRA, excuse me, and maybe social security if it's still there. And, but I don't I have none like of that. Long- I have none of that. That's the scenario. I have none of that because okay. I've worked for myself my whole life. Okay, perfect. So you, since it's, you're, you're ready to start planning for retirement. It's pretty much we focus on getting you to where you want to be. And so what I would do is like, so what would you like to take out every single year? I mean, like if it's $50,000 or if it's $100,000, we'd just be pretty much getting the every uh, single. Um, yeah. I mean, $50,000 a year coming out for not having to go to a job um, mm-hmm. is, is a decent amount to at least yeah, here in America, make sure that someone has a roof over their head in a in a in a more affordable state. And yeah, let's let's use that number. Okay, so then it'd be well, like actually, right, five, what's five five times twelve sixty? So let's say sixty sixty a year. Okay, so sixty a year you want in retirement, and then we'd then we'd, we'd be crunching numbers here, and it would be like, all right, how much can you afford? And if you could say if it's uh, all right, I make enough that I can put. Twenty thousand, I mean, twenty thousand dollars, and do it every single year. Okay. All right. I mean, well, then you'll be that's so ten years. You got and within at, by the time you're six, you're fifty. You get to sixty. You're gonna have two hundred thousand dollars of cash value right. plus the interest rate that you've been getting, and it's all going to be tax free when you come out. When you come out, it's going to be fantastic for you. So there's no taxes coming out. You don't have to worry about Uncle Sam taking any of it. So we don't have to worry about planning for all that, like 401ks and IRAs. So then we just be, we'd uh, put in that, all those numbers into the, pretty much the, the, whatever the number comes up 
uh, for your death benefit, figure everything out, max funding it. And then it would, then yeah, it would just fill out the lowest number or the lowest amount for life insurance plus then everything else would be going towards that cash value. And we try, the calculations are very, uh, I mean, I wish I could do it all in my head. <laughs> That's okay. But it would tell you, it would tell you if you're getting close, if you're like, no, you, you can't put in just 20 K a year. If that's the goal you want, you got to put in 35 K or yeah, it would, it would give you the guide. Yeah. It would it'd guide you to that, that final. And then it just, it'd make everything and you just set up the contract with those numbers. And then you sign on the dotted line and the first, after the, it goes through underwriting and it's all approved and then you can start they just throw them, start putting the money in there. And while I, they really truly like, Hey, I believe that I, I have the health that actually work with this. I'm a perfectly healthy person. I don't have to worry about anything. And the, the insurance company likes it since I'm max funding this, like, Hey, this is, I'm only as me as the insurance company is going to be like, all right, I see this as they're going to be putting in this much money. I'm going to be insuring them for this much. And by the time you're pretty much self-insuring yourself. Mm-hmm. So I mean, after, in the 10 years. So it says it's going to be, yeah, it's do a 10 year pay uh, contract and you just pay in for those 10 years and you don't have to pay anything else in there and it should just grow by itself for the next five, six years before you take it out. And yeah, everything we, it just be worked out exactly how it needs to be done. So I so could it, put, put this in with a short term plan, let's say the 10 year short term, semi, you know, mm-hmm. semi short term, long term to others, long term to my younger <laughs> self, I could yep. literally say, um, this is a play I'm only doing for five years, eight years, 10 years, I'm gonna pull it all out at the end, or I'm gonna leave some of the what we call house money in right that came from that 4% interest, and uh, mm-hmm. leave that in and keep growing it again, because you can do whatever you want with it, right? I mean, you, you can take it out at some point and cash out completely and, and collapse this contract, right? Uh, yeah, that's uh, if you surrender it. So, I mean, you have to literally, I need, I want uh, everything. That military word, my- surrender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So, like, I don't want the death benefit anymore. I just want all my money. I surrender. And, of course, after if they do extra fees, if it's within 10 years, but if it's after the 10 years, it's all actually depending on the contract, like the right, eight-year pay. Depending on the contract, right? Depending on the contract, they have the surrender charges. After that, it's completely up because they have to recoup their losses, so to speak. Right. So your admin so fees. Let's say you had, yeah, if you had, let's say, two hundred thousand dollars in there in the cash value, and, and you're like, I want all of it, then you'd surrender it, the policy. You get all your money, and they just take the death benefit, and they take the death benefit away from you, pretty much. Hmm. So, so why are the companies so varied? They just serve different audiences, different types of customer base. Their, yeah, it's how they have, they, because they insurance companies are so risk adverse that they do, they make sure that they're making money at all times. Right, of course. So, yeah, I mean, it, that's how every company is, but they have the, it dialed in so much that, they can pretty much get down to within a hundred dollars of what is going to be their cost and how they make profit. And so they pretty much build that into every single policy. So you, it's a, so they, it's always a win-win situation for them and for you. And then, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's hard to explain. No, this is great. 
Are there any crazy um, stories around this? Like someone started one of these and then they did this and any like feel good stories, uh, you know, someone yeah. opened this and then bought their house or started their business or, you know, what are some of the limits of what will the, what will the insurance company say? No, you can't take it out for that. Does that happen very often? Not at all. You, there's actually stories of like uh, back in the great depression, JC Penny, uh, I don't know if you still have them around. <laughs> I don't either. Or, I know what they are, but yeah, I don't know if they're still yeah, here. So they were, they're still there. And they, during the great depression, Mr. J.C. Penny was like, I can't, I don't want to lay one off. And I don't, I want, don't want to close my name in my stores. So he took out from his whole life policies because he had several of them and he just pulled out all the cash value that he could to keep by and keep them in force. And he used that money to pay his employees. Wow. Then uh, Ray Kroc, uh, he's the guy that took McDonald's nationwide and international. Mm -hmm. He used life insurance policies for that. And you can literally just say, oh, Walt Disney. He could not get a loan for Disneyland when he wanted to first start. And they kept getting denied. And he decided he's going to use his life insurance to pay for it. So he took loans from his life insurance, used it to start Disneyland, and then they grew more and more to where it is today. So just people using their life insurance, the cash value of their, their money, they can use it. Wow. And if I wanted to invent some of my inventions, build my MVP for my software, these are all things I could use this for. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it is, all right, I, I could do the same thing. Someone will say, well, why couldn't you just save 20,000 a year for two years and do the same thing? But you're saying, you're not only borrowing against what you're putting in, but your your the 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 cash value or the or the or some or the death benefit is is bigger. Correct. So yeah, it's it's just your cash value grows at the four six or whatever it's gaining every single year in the market, and then you're just paying instead of getting a loan or getting a, a measly half a percent in, of a in a savings account. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be getting more poor. So right. I'm making, I'm growing my money. And then it's like, then I can borrow against, use it as collateral to borrow while it's still growing. And almost so, interest-free. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I mean, I just get a little, little less. I mean, right. that $4,000 $4, a year in interest payments. Then I get, uh, take out $2,500 for my $50,000 loan. And I get whatever's left over that fifteen hundred dollars to my account, my cash value to keep it growing. Wow, wow, this is very interesting. I'm I'm glad we broke this down into the the simple terms because we really need to understand uh, what we should have been learning and and knowing and exercising and enforcing and and doing all of these years. We've been so dumbed down and brainwashed and distracted with all the sports and the reality TV and, and everything that goes on in life that doesn't, that takes us away from learning these things. And it's so important. I know you probably, since you've been, you're so passionate about sharing this information. And since you've been studying this and, and helping other people, uh, especially in those five states, what are some of the, you don't have to name names, obviously, but what are some of the personal success stories or, or feel-good stories you've heard just from the people you've helped? 
Oh gosh. <laughs> well, so there's a lot of people I have helped that in places I'm not licensed in, and they I, they've learned like when they they had an IUL policy, and they thought it was they were like, well, that's what I have. And when they heard one of my they answered a comment on a video for retirement, and I just mentioned that, and they like, so what can I? And they wanted to contact me, and they called me, and we had a nice long conversation, and they learned that their insurance agent did what was best for him and made the death benefit as big as possible, which screwed them out in the end for this. And so they were able to go back, cancel their policy and start a brand new one using the way that I taught him them how to do it. And they were pretty much putting the exact same money in for a little less death benefit, but the cash value was growing instead of it just sitting there stagnant around and growing very, very slowly. Because if you, depending on how it's set up, that that cash value is very important. Uh, how much is in there is important for growth. And wow. they're, the office they were putting in was pretty much a little less than half of the, the premium that they're putting in. Hmm. And so well, that agent got a ton of commission because they sold a big death benefit and they right. get the first year commission. And the person didn't win, pretty much didn't win at all. That's just terrible that I can't stand when people don't share the truth. It it really, it really upset me because I mean, it gives people like me a bad name and people don't trust people like me. And that's why, I mean, I don't just sell for one company. I sell for a whole bunch and I give you the best deal. Like, but like either it's F and G North American, Allianz, and a lot of the policies that I sell is Allianz because they are the better and they give you the better deal most of the time, most mm-hmm. of the time. So it really, really depends on what you're, I mean, everything is what you're looking for. But if an agent is greedy and I want a $10,000 commission, I'm going to do everything I can to get that $10,000 commission. But if you're going with someone like me, right. instead of getting a $10,000 commission off of it, I'd probably get maybe a 4000 to $5,000, depending on that, the size of that. Uh, death benefit because mm-hmm. we need off the death benefit commission, not what you're putting in the cash value. Well, what, thank God for honest, doing. honest people like you, Jordan, who who really want to help people because we all know that the the bankers and the insurance companies and the families, I mean, they they're making they they have the money, they control the money, they invented credit. You know, we all we all know they're taken care of and. It's people like yep. you that will help us little people take care of ourselves and, and learn the information that we need to learn to ultimately self-govern and, and set ourselves up for more wealth and, and less stress. So I really appreciate this today. I know we're going to have you back to talk about this some more. And again, for those of you who are listening and want to get a hold of Jordan, you can look for Jordan Peralt on Facebook. That's P-E-R-R-A-U-L-T. And just search in Facebook for Jordan Peralt, L-I-R-P, Retirement Planning Strategist, and uh, he'll try and help you if he can. So Jordan, thank you so much for being here today. And I hope that everyone learned something. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, just get the information. Uh, there's actually a few books I'll give to you later and you can put them in the, the comments. The description, and, yeah. So just to share. And there's several books that they can pick up themselves to read. 
great. Love free resources. Thank you again, Jordan. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. You've been listening to a woman known as Jennifer Goodwin, exposing the lies and bullshit in the world. We hope you've gotten some useful information from this podcast. And we hope that you're just as fired up as Jennifer. Find out more about what she's got going on at jenniferhgoodwin.com. And be sure to check out all her social links on the contact page. Till next time, this is the woman known as Jennifer, signing off.